Lord. And I pray that you are enjoying this day because this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Today, we are going to continue talking about the gift of forgiveness. We're going to go through principles 5 through 8. But before we do, let us speak the promise of God over our life. Are you ready? Here we go. I am who God says I am. I am God's greatly beloved, set apart for his purpose. God's given me everything I need to achieve what he said I would do. He's given me the abilities, potential, skills, creativity to do what I thought I never could. Greatness lies in me. I am good enough. I am beautiful enough. I am strong enough. And I am smart enough for God to do the unthinkable through. God will show the world there's more to me than meets the eye. Keep your eyes on me because I can show you better than I can tell you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, we are going to continue talking about forgiveness. It is so important because it is the antidote to overcoming when someone hurts you because you want to be free. You want to live a life of peace. But you cannot do that if you're walking in unforgiveness. So first we're going to recap principles one through four. Principle number one was acknowledge how you feel. Don't be ashamed to say, I am angry. I'm hurt. Don't even be ashamed if you feel like you want to get revenge. But remember, we want to be healed. So... Revenge, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So we are going to forgive. Number two, choose to forgive. It's your choice. Whenever people do us wrong, we have two choices. Either we can forgive and move forward, or we can get stuck in the past and be in bondage. So choose forgiveness. Number three, Forgive yourself. That's important. It's easier for us to forgive other people, but we also need to forgive ourselves because that's an important ingredient in being healed. And number four was release the offender. You got to let it go. They may not even, probably would never say I'm sorry because, you know, in their eyes, yeah, I didn't do nothing wrong. You gotta release them. Put them in the hands of God so you can go on and live the life God has for you. So, principle number five is don't let it infect your relationship with God, which is another reason why you need to release the offender because if not, it is going to stain your relationship with the Lord. See, the Lord loves you and desires the very best for you. So when bad things happen in your life, please don't blame the Lord. God didn't do this to you 
although he may have allowed it to happen. Often, it was at the hands of the devil that used a broken soul to afflict this injustice upon you. Though you may not understand it, this is when you must rely on and trust in the Lord no matter what. See, because before any hurt or pain touched your life, it already has pierced the hands of Jesus. He is with you through all the agony. The Lord will take what someone meant to break you, what they meant to crush your spirit, and what someone intended to utterly destroy you and turn into your good. See, it may be painful going through, but it's an experience that will aid you going forward. Beloved, always remember God is good, plentiful in mercy, just and loving. But in the same light, you must be aware that your family and friends love you too. It's part of their job to keep you from going into a state of depression because it could cause you to, if you don't, especially if you hold on to it, it can cause you to go into a deep state of depression. You'll find yourself, you can't get out of bed. You may not even feel you want to live anymore, but your life is precious. So, family members and friends need to be gentle, wise, and patient with you. But in no way does this mean to permit you to wallow in self-pity, asking, why did this happen to me, Syndrome? Therefore, dear one, allow them to spend a reasonable amount of time with you while walking through this horrendous nightmare with you. They'll be the shoulder to cry on and the ear to listen when the pain appears so unbearable that you cry out in anguish. Number six, seek counsel. I did. I thank God for my friends that were there for me and they walked with me through this season that I went through. They were there with me. They prayed me through. I mean, if I needed someone to talk to, they were there to listen. They were, they helped me overcome. To be victorious, to go on with and do what God had ordained me to do. They were a source of inspiration and encouragement. So I suggest that you speak to your pastor and the sooner the better. And if you're not affiliated with a church, perhaps a wise friend or professional who are spiritually equipped and biblical principles, okay, can be of help. They can see from a perspective that you are unable to because of the emotional attachment to the situation. You may be too close to this um, situation, to this problem here. So their fresh revelation from the Lord can help you gain godly insight and wisdom and restore you from feeling powerless, and the desperate need for vengeance. That is so important. So, principle seven. Principle seven. 
God has a divine purpose. Yes, he does. The Lord has a plan and purpose for your life. He balances and holds you in the highest esteem. You will survive this because you're more than a conqueror through him who loves you. Read Romans 8, verses 31 to 39. God uses the sufferings inflicted upon you to accomplish his divine purpose in your life. See, in time, I opened up and I shared what I persevered through while in an abusive relationship. My transparency touched and changed many women. They gained tremendous courage. And the grandest outcome transpired when I began to use my skills as a majestic dance worshiper to conduct praise and worship conferences, to equip, inspire, encourage, and empower others to have a lifestyle of worship while coming into an awesome encounter with the Lord. And this opened doors beyond what I could have imagined. So again, God, he took what was awful and he turned it over to the good in my life and even in others. And your story can do that too. Oh yes, hallelujah. See, what we avoid, when you go through terrible things that people go through that they harm you, it's not just for you. It's for somebody else that's gonna need your testimony. That is gonna need you to tell how God delivered you. So it's just it's for somebody else. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then it results in principle number eight. You can take your life back. Hallelujah. See, going through such an incident can be devastating, leaving you emotionally drained. You may find yourself going into a state of depression, feeling as if you can't make it through your day. It's possible having asked yourself a thousand times or more, why did this happen to me? Dear one, one of the worst things you can do is getting entangled and asking why. It's not about why. See, it helps you discover who you are. You are stronger than you think. You don't think you can make it through it, but oh yes, you will because you already are making it through it. Hallelujah! You already are a survivor. You're more than a conqueror. Already! And even though you're in pain and agony, but you're already more than a conqueror and every day you're getting stronger and stronger and stronger. See, you survived this ordeal. And you, you're not allowing it to destroy you. So you're not defined by this horrible situation you endure or you may be enduring right now. Your life has meaning and purpose and God designed you to make a difference. It is always time to arise. Allow the Lord to heal you and take your life back. Take back your joys and serenity. Complete that project you were working on. You stop working on it. Get back to working on it. It's going to be something good for somebody else. Yes, it is. And always remember, greatness lies in you, waiting to flourish. You were once vibrant and alive, and you can be again. So, you have a choice to either trust God no matter what, or to harbor hatred 
toward those who inflict pain in your life. You can allow these painful experiences to make you stronger and wiser, or you can become the victim and retaliate. I pray that you choose to be healed and delivered so you can live the whole and victorious life God has for you. Now let's read the blessings from number 6, verses 24 through 26. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Beloved, God love you. You mean the world to him. And you can order my book, Capturing the Spirit of God's Word with Bernita, and read more about these principles and my story. In Jesus' name, you can order it online at Barnes & Noble. You can order it online at Amazon and online at my online bookstore where you will receive tremendous discounts. God love you.